I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Earlier in the program today, I asked uh, for, for some of your input. As we all know, our weekends have become unexpectedly free. I'm sure many of you had uh, concerts to attend or church to go to, and we have since learned that, well, that's on hold for a while, all of it in an effort to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus. Later on in the program, what I want to do is I want to share uh, some of the things that you are doing safely now that you have all this uh, free time, that maybe your plans have been altered significantly due to the uh, coronavirus. Just got a text message in right now. Uh, it texter says, visiting Golden Spike National Historical Park today. Utah natives and have never been. I can tell you what, I was there uh, the day the Secretary of the Interior and the Secretary of Transportation and all those big wigs came together. Uh, Congressman Bishop and the other members of Congress uh, and the governor got together out there at Promontory Summit to declare uh, the Golden Spike a national historical park. It's pretty cool. Not a bad idea. If you've got a few extra minutes, why don't you go out there and check it out? And it also, it, you know what it does? The existence of the Golden Spike National Historical Park it means that Utah is no longer the home of the Mighty Five, but rather the Super Six. Now, you may quibble and say that, well, yeah, well, a national historical park is probably a little bit different than, say, a national park. Well, you know what? It's got national in the name, and it's got park in the name, so... As far as I'm concerned, it's the Super Six. Uh, go enjoy it. Uh, I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised when I w- went out there for the first time last summer. Uh, a pretty cool place, pretty cool piece of history, pretty cool uh, involvement here in the state of Utah. Uh, now, why am I tap dancing and talking about nonsense? Well, it's because we're waiting for the president. Uh, he is now over 20 minutes late uh, for this address he has Uh, been expected to deliver just outside the White House, where it is expected that he will declare a coronavirus state of emergency. That, uh, under the powers afforded him under the Stafford Act. I want to talk to you in just a a second about that, but let me finish this invitation. I want to know what you are doing with your free time this coming weekend. No, I really do. Uh, Send me a text message, 575-00. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send me a note. Tell me what you're going to do with your free time. Uh, I know many of you out there have some free time Sunday morning. Uh, Let me know what you're going to do. And also, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I'd like to hear your voice. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Uh, And the number uh, to call to leave a a voicemail, speak to producer Amy, 801-575-7668. Again, 801-575-7668. 575-7668. Send me a note. Uh, let me know what you're doing with your uh, weekend. Also, while I have your attention, let me invite you to, to uh, take a look at the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. Uh, and on there, you can, of course, listen to the program. Uh, you can listen to past episodes of this show and others here on KSL News Radio. And uh, you can follow along with what's going on here in the studio uh, through a video link. 
you know, the, 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 I know it's radio and there's not uh, too much of a visual element to it, but uh, we do have a fascinating setup here uh, in our studio, our broadcast center. Uh, we have many fascinating guests that come in, and it's pretty neat, I think, uh, to see how things work uh, behind the scenes. You can see producer Amy scurrying back and forth, helping me uh, stay up to speed with the breaking news uh, that, I'll tell you what, on a day like today is coming in pretty fast and furious. Uh, in, in just a few moments, uh, we're hoping to hear from the president, expected to declare a state of emergency. Now, let me, while I have you, and before this address starts, uh, get you up to speed on exactly what it means for a president to declare a state of emergency. What is a national emergency? First, the powers to make such a declaration come from the Stafford Act. It's a law that empowers uh, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, to assist state and local governments during these national catastrophes uh, and also help coordinate some of the nation's response. Uh, The decision by the president to employ the Stafford Act uh, to address the coronavirus, uh, we heard that earlier this morning, and we started scrambling uh, to understand exactly what it means. And uh, the the presidents in the past have frequently invoked the Stafford Act in response to uh, to national disasters, including most recently uh, that unfortunate tornado that tore through Nashville, Tennessee, killing two dozen people. Uh, I'll tell you what, when that news broke, uh, my heart sank. I got a beautiful baby sister uh, and her husband and their two beautiful baby boys, my nephews, uh, living uh, just outside of Nashville. And I tell you what, when I saw that alert come through, uh, when the KSL News Radio uh, push came onto my cell phone, I was making phone calls faster than you can believe. You couldn't see my fingers. They were dialing so fast. Uh, very, very luckily, uh, I was able to make contact with my family down there in Nashville and, uh, and learn uh, to my uh, great joy that they were safe uh, and sound, and so were their friends and loved ones down in that area. Uh, not the case for those poor, unfortunate two dozen souls who lost their lives uh, during that tornado. When, under the Stafford Act, the president declared a national emergency. It's usually applied to specific states or geographic areas, like you saw in Tennessee, not nationally. It's not often been used in the case of major public health crises. And the power it would afford the president depends on what kind of emergency uh, he declares. So uh, there are really two uh, different levels of emergency that the act outlines, uh, a major disaster declaration or an emergency declaration. Again, a major disaster declaration and an emergency declaration. The first, a major disaster declaration, it's far more sweeping. Uh, and would authorize spending for uh, purposes, including unemployment assistance or emergency grants to these seasonal workers, uh, maybe some food coupons or relocation assistance. Uh, But a major disaster uh, is defined very specifically under the law to be uh, something like a hurricane, a tornado, a landslide, or an earthquake, those things uh, being, uh, you know, definite and terminate, uh, meaning that they have a beginning and an end. Uh, They are isolated to one geographic area for the most part, uh, and uh, it is mostly declared in the wake uh, of of their havoc. Now, uh, in this case, a a pandemic is not listed, and so whether or not it would qualify for this uh, sweeping declaration, a major disaster declaration is is uncertain. That's one of the big things that we'll be hearing from the president. We'll uh, maybe learn what he and his council have uh, decided as to which 
uh, level of disaster will be declared. Uh, if I'm guessing, I bet you they try to shoehorn pandemic into the most serious of uh, motivating uh, circumstances to trigger this this major disaster declaration. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not White House counsel, so we'll find out. Uh, the second category, the emergency declaration, uh, is more broadly defined and would cover a, a major and could rather cover a major public health risk like the coronavirus. Uh, if you think back to the year 2000, uh, it was President Bill Clinton who declared an emergency under the Stafford Act uh, in response to the West Nile virus. Now, that was more that was more geographically specific. It wasn't global. It wasn't a pandemic. Uh, it wasn't even ever categorized as an epidemic. But in 2000, President Bill Clinton did declare uh, one of these emergency declarations in response to the West Nile virus when it struck New York and New Jersey. Now, the thing about this second tier declaration, the emergency declaration, as opposed to a major disaster declaration, is that it provides uh, far less authority to the president. It would not, for instance, uh, be able to uh, use it to, uh, you know, safeguard against unemployment assistance. There wouldn't be emergency grants or other forms uh, of aid that the major uh, disaster declaration would free up. I just got in my ear uh, a two-minute warning announcement, meaning that the president uh, is likely two minutes away. Now, here's the thing. What does that mean? I was expecting him 28 minutes ago, uh, and uh, we're getting word now uh, that he's just uh, two minutes away. So uh, why don't you and I stick with it here together? In just a moment, I'm seeing uh, the the TV cameras again trained uh, on the White House. I can see the empty lectern. Here's an interesting thing. I can see the cherry blossoms uh, on each side of the lectern. Uh, It's that season out there in Washington, D.C. And if I'm honest, just between you and me, uh, a little personal note, I used to run this 10-mile race, the cherry blossom 10-miler. It would go right past the White House. Uh, So when I saw that, just now I got a little pang of sentimental. Uh, Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, You don't need to hear uh, my boring personal observations. Uh, But what I will tell you that's relevant is that in any moment, uh, we do expect the president to take to the microphone and make this uh, disaster uh, uh, declaration declaring a national emergency. We've gone through the two uh, different categories, be it major disaster declaration or emergency declaration. Keep an ear out for that distinction. My prediction, my prediction is that uh, it'll be a major disaster declaration. Stepping to the microphone now is President Donald Trump. 